In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Sparks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? You're actually joined as most of the time. Yes. As most of the time, except for the last time. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm good, man. Um, I have water again in my house, so. Always a good thing. (laughs) <laughs> we are also joined by our RCMP from up north, JLB. What's going on, man? It goes on and on and on. I can't complain, man. You know, same old, same old. I just passed my uh, module for my graphic design course, and uh, I'm off to another chapter. So, you know, can't complain. Still uh, doing the same old, same old. So, nothing new on my end. Excellent, excellent. Uh, Before we get into the fantasy booking, I'd like to remind everyone Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Coat Podcast Network. So make sure to head on over to tatnusco.com, check out the other shows in the network there. If you are new to this particular show, the premise is very simple. We're going to take turns challenging the others to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling. We do not discuss these in advance, so our answers are made up on the spot, and we think that makes them funnier. I don't know if we're right, but we think so. Um, So let's go ahead and just get into things. Uh, Anyone want to volunteer to go first, or should I just go? That'll be you, Looks like I'm going first. So, um, I'm going to stick with this one. Uh, here's my challenge to you guys. I decided that I felt like being a little petty this time around. And I've been nice on a lot of these uh, relatively recently. I've been positive. I don't want to be positive. So, I need you guys to each choose the eight currently active wrestlers that you would fire forever. Why eight? Well, it was originally going to be five, and I decided that wasn't enough, so I moved it up to eight. I thought ten might be too many, so I split the difference. So the eight wrestlers I would have fight forever. No, fire forever. Fire, fire, fire. Gone. Damn. Fight forever. Okay, got it. Fire forever. I'll repeat it every time you get it wrong. Uh, so fight forever. Okay, so I'm gonna have uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Uh, uh, Kevin Owens gone from wrestling forever. <laughs> That's gonna be the headline. <laughs> because Vince McMahon says thinks that they are talking about fight forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. D.A. Fabe fires Kevin Owens. It might get him on the show. I'm just saying. <laughs> I thought he said fight forever. I'm sorry, KO. Um, all right, I'll go first. I'll go first. Um, eight wrestlers that I'm going to fire forever. Yes. Um, Bastion Booger. I said current wrestlers. Damn it. <laughs> I thought ahead. I knew you fuckers would try to do something like that. There's our one per show. 
Oh, all right. Well, then. Um, there's a whole bunch I don't want to, but I have to. Um, all right, I'm going to do this. Uh, Bobby Roode is first on my list. Not that he hasn't had a great... I think it's because he's had a great career that's over now. What a cop-out answer, but sure. Yeah, that's... <laughs> who can cop out the best here, bud? Like, that's what the name of this game is right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I'm going to go with Bobby Roode. Um, Sin Cara. Is Sin Cara still wrestling? We're going with it. Take it. Take it and run. <laughs> well, he technically got hit with a guitar on Raw. Or was that one of the other? No, that was... Because Sin Cara got fired from WWE. He's now wrestling as Hunico again. Oh, there you go. Hunico. So, okay. <laughs> um, Grand Metalik. Oh, wow. You're a dick. Just going to take out the rest all of the Lucha Party, party. while you're at it? So. Yeah, I'm just going to do it one by one, but I don't. So. I can't remember all their names. So, Sin Cara, Grand Metalik, Kalisto, and Lince Dorado. Plus, Bobby Roode puts you at five. <clears throat> so, I am not the hater of Jinder Mahal that so many other people are. But I'm going to keep Jinder Mahal, and I think that's my talking point. Um, Rhino. The only thing Rhino gives to us right now is Heath. And I think Heath can do that that job without Rhino. Um, okay. God, this is tougher than you think. Because <laughs> you don't pay attention to the ones you don't like. You just don't watch them. Mm-hmm. Matt Riddle. <laughs> Bro. I knew that one was coming, but he you has know. so many great business ideas. I mean, you know what? If he couldn't wrestle anymore, he'd probably be zillionaire with his business ideas. Sorry, bro. I understand, bitch. Yeah, I, it's going off of you know he's got a career already. You sir are what the Spanish call el terrible. Yeah, I am <laughs> absolutely el terrible, and I a okay with that. Got one more to get. Um, I can't believe I just got Jinder Mahal and got rid of Matt Riddle. <laughs> Controversy creates... What is it? Well, here's where we're hoping cash, because, you know, daddy needs a new pair of shoes, but... Uh... Uh, yeah, I think people just call us stupid after that one. <laughs> um, that's my fault. Uh... Trying to go to AE dubs. Um, Aaliyah. I'm going to go back to NXT. Aaliyah. I really don't care for Aaliyah. Okay. I mean, I realize there has to be jobbers in the women's division, but I, I just... Somehow or another... Oh, scratch that, scratch that, scratch that, scratch that. I'm switching to Nia Jax. Okay. That way Still. we can keep jobbers in the women's division so they aren't getting injured. Ah, touche. Well played. Riddles because I don't like him. Um, that's solely... I, I just... Give him, give him an MMA fighter character. That's fine. Just the original bro. Um, not that great. It's just not that enjoyable. I kept gender. I, I don't know why, but I did not hate his title run. And I know a whole bunch of people did, but I just didn't hate it. I, I, I hated the random push out of nowhere. But beyond that, I didn't hate the title run. I think he has real heat. Maybe that's. I, I hated the concept of the character. Just from this standpoint, the whole reason that they gave him the title run was that they were trying to build up uh, followership in India, trying to make their product more popular there. And that's normally a 
wise move to do. Put the title on someone and they suddenly become more popular or you become more popular in their home nation. The problem is you made him a chicken shit heel. Um, well, and, and that's, that's I mean, that's probably the bigger thing. That's not the way you build followers in India when you uh, make the character a caricature, an evil caricature of their entire culture. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you want to get people to be fans of WWE in India. Maybe you don't make them the bad guys. What? Maybe you let him be the hero. You know. Nope, hate it. No, 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 bad guy. Bad guy. Brownski is bad guy. Yep, he's foreign. He's a bad guy. That's the way it is. You not American, you're a bad guy. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Tully. Oh, you're, you're going to be an enjoyable good guy? Okay, you have to be a comic character. Yeah. We either have to laugh at you or hate you. That's people with his bare hands. That that's the rule for foreign characters in WWE. We either have to laugh at you or hate you. There's no in between. It's legit. Yeah, which is very unfortunate, but it's true in WWE. That's how it is. Yeah. Oh. oh, do show me. Do tell me which which brand doesn't do that with men. Uh, AEW is not doing that with Miro. He didn't make him a Bulgarian brute. They're and not I think he's anything with Miro right now. Right. They're also not making him into like um uh well who's freaking well AEW doesn't even have does AEW have anyone there that's non-American slash North American like anyone that's non-North American there aside from the Jacksers? Not really. Um, I mean they've got Pac who's British, so you know. Uh, Proof's kind of in the pudding there, kids. A, 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 and a heel, yeah, you know. Um, well, no, he's a face now. He's technically with nope. the Lucha Brothers. He's still a heel. He's just a heel feuding with other heels. Oh, he's okay. still the bastard. The Lucha Bros are still the heel tag team. Uh, they're just a heel tag team feuding with another heel tag team. Um in uh, today's media call, Tony Khan did talk a little bit about Miro, and uh, he claims to have really big plans for Miro in the future. He uh, just didn't want to hotshot him straight into the world title picture because uh, he he didn't he didn't want the backlash from fans of oh WWE star comes in and immediately is main title you know contender but so he wanted to kind of work him in a bit before he puts him up there but i have a feeling that early in this next year miro becomes a focal point of the main title picture once the kip sabian thing is done anyways that's a side note yeah I'm, I'm... but but we will move on to jlb's answer to this question all right so fire I... away uh so first and foremost two of the lucha house party member members but we are keeping grand metalik because i absolutely loved his work but way back in 205 live and i thought he was phenomenal and when given a chance he can do for some reason i don't know why he botches so much on the main roster um but i know i feel like he hasn't botched so uh hasn't botched he didn't botch much at all in like 205 Live when 205 Live started sort of deals. So I feel like maybe he's just nervous because of how scripted WWE is on the main roster. I'm going to give him the pass but the other two can certainly go. Um, I do like your... I do like Nia Jax as well. 
Uh, I think she, we don't need her. Um, I hate how she just injures everybody uh, for the most part. And this whole table thing has got to stop. With that, though, they both can go. Lana, you're out of here. You're never going to be good in wrestling. You've been in WWE for so long. And I don't, it's maybe not entirely your fault. And I understand you're going through tough times, but go join Miro as like, so she just can't wrestle or she can't even be in the vicinity of like wrestling company as a manager. Top out contest. (laughs) Top out contest. Lana's out. Um, Contest. Who the hell is Jason Riker or Jackson Riker? Excuse me. One of the forgotten sons. You know, you forgot about him. That's okay. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> honestly, they're, they're aptly named, so you know. Mm. Lars Sullivan, I'm good without him. He reminds me too much of a like a Schnitzky wannabe, um, and they're not doing anything with him anyways. And I've seen great analogy, by the way. Is it? Were you are you being sarcastic? No, seriously. Oh yeah, for he's, sure. He's and it's not a wannabe. It's control V control or control C control V like yeah straight up um so yeah he can go as well um Jinder Mahal though I don't know like never was a fan of his wrestling I never really cared for him um just he was always meh if in my opinion didn't even like his title run um yeah so I I'm not missing much him not being on TV doesn't do anything for me so that's fine in terms of that, though, it is really hard. Oh, I mean, I guess the do the Singh brothers still technically count? They still technically wrestle, so... Because they wrestle on uh, 205 Live. And although I could see what, what they're doing with them on 205 Live, they're trying to make them really popular. They're doing all like these gimmick tag team stuffs and whatever. But it's never going to go anywhere, bro. Like, it's just not going to work out. So Singh Brothers could bounce along with gender and they can go open up a restaurant together or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, so she's bouncing. And honestly, woman-wise, I think Dana Brooke can also go. I feel Dana Brooke has been there for so long and she hasn't improved. I feel that you're just like dogging out anybody who loses by storyline. Technically, she won on Monday Night Raw, so don't you dare. I, I just feel like this is a giant cop out right here. Like you're taking lower anything. You're just taking lower mid curtains it's like taking Barry Horowitz and saying, Well, I he's not worth anything. Yeah, he is, he takes the loss. Well, I'm not gonna be crazy controversial and say, Well, you know what? I think uh oh, uh I think, you know, I'm not gonna say I think Dolph Ziggler should go. I'm not gonna say I think Daniel Bryan should go. Um maybe we could do without Bobby Roode. I kind of maybe like that. Uh, scratch that. I rather I'm very offended why you say it's a cop out. I'm not going to pick their top stars and say they should be gone. It wouldn't make any sense. I'm also not going to put good legitimate wrestlers who aren't necessarily being used to their full extent. Like I'm not going to say Apollo Crews should bounce. I think Apollo Crews is a great wrestler. He's just not being used. So you're so telling that Nia is not being used? No, I'm just telling you she's not a great wrestler. Oh. Yeah, she's being still... used because Vince loves big women and considers them as the monster of the division. But oh, she's garbage. Big and 
big mama that's a that's a good s word <laughs> uh, you know and like i don't know like what, what do you want me to do i'm not gonna like i it's it's people who i don't want to be in wrestling anymore so i i, I don't know what you think i'm gonna say like i i wouldn't even want to take out you know i don't want to take out oh you know who i will take out though the viking raiders well, I, wrestling uh, i just see like even that's a bit controversial i just like them better when they were in nxt yeah, so, so so fuck them and fire them, right? That's what you do. From all of wrestling. From all of wrestling, forever. All of wrestling. See? So you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. I have one guy saying, but they're doing cop-outs. And then I have the other guy be like, but these guys are good. So screw you guys. These are much. <laughs> and shove, stick them, shine them up real nice, turn that sun bit sideways, and stick it straight up your candy ass. Can we fire The Rock? He's technically still a wrestler. No, nope. He's not an active wrestler, so no. <laughs> so so you, you guys want to hear my picks? Because we're going to get a little salty here. All right. Yeah, well, I think that was the goal was to get a little bit salty. That's why I went, you know, a little on edge at least. Riddle, okay? That's the only person you went with with salty. The others were very valid. Bobby Roode could bounce. Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode's best times were in TNA, man. Like he could bounce. He's good. Like he's old now. He's go do something else. Like I agree with you on there, on that. So, so it's not so, that controversial. Let's hear what you got. So Mr. here, Smart. here's yeah. now. I'm I'm not even keeping track of how many I'm doing. So I might go over the eight. Um, but uh, for first one, fired forever. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm going to to. Give this guy one final match, but Jeff Hardy, fired forever. Oh, Adam. wow. Yep. To save his life. Yeah. To save his life. Thank you. And, and to be perfectly honest, honest, I might include Matt Hardy in that as well. Uh, Matt Hardy tended to be the less risky uh, over his career until recently. But, but the difference, the only reason that Matt Hardy might get a little bit of a pass is Matt Hardy at least has been fresh with character. Whereas Jeff Hardy's still doing the same shit that he did in 2012, you know? In 1996. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Well, no. He's still wearing the same clothes from 2001, so, you know. Yeah, I was thinking Jeff. I think that's a valid... You were yeah. not thinking Jeff, or you at least brought it up. No, because I, when I was looking through the roster, I saw Jeff, and I'm like, yeah, but the guy can still go. Uh, I like that match, the triple threat match he had on Raw with AJ and Seth. Was it AJ and Seth? I believe it was AJ. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, it was AJ and Seth. Um, I thought that was awesome. So I was like, ah, you know, whatever. He still kind of got it. He still entertains. But, yeah, I could kind of see where he's going with that. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Moving on, this one this one kind of falls in the cop out area, but Riddick Moss gone, out of here. Yep. No problem with that. Uh, Titus O'Neil gone. What? We never see him wrestle anyway, so just wrestle. Okay. See, um, but that's oh. is he fired from wrestling or can he still go back to like Titus Worldwide? Uh, he can go be a sports spokesperson, but he can't be in wrestling. But mm. I I think his career would be better off elsewhere, anyways. Yeah, like, he's more. Uh, Titus and Kelly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hey, great. <laughs> uh, already mentioned previously, but Lana, out of here. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm going to get heat from a certain co-host, but Naomi, out of here. Um, you know what? Up. Go ahead. You're right. You know, like she's been there, what, 10 years and has nothing to show for it. So 10 people who have to go to give WWE some money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody has to play the devil's advocate here. And though I don't want to do this, I'm going to say she has two SmackDown women's title championships. Yeah. Yeah. As a gimmick that, that had it been properly used, could have gone, I don't know, until the club scene doesn't exist anymore. Yep, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. So she's gone. Uh, <laughs> club Ojo Raleigh, out of here. Yeah, for sure. Gone. This. His name's Ojo. Yep, no more Mojo. He can go be a character on a cartoon. Don't. Ooh, I like that. Oh, Mojo. Just gone. Oh, he, uh, he could go do a movie with Austin Powers, so Austin Powers could be like, I have my mojo back. Uh, to the surprise of literally nobody who's ever listened to this show before, Natalia, out of here. Uh, I don't know. Gone. Just, just a legendary status. I don't know. Just a oh. hard name. I can't do it. As a Canadian, I was thinking of it, but I, can't, I uh, couldn't hear my heart. Legends don't get a pass. <laughs> To, for that to happen, there has to be somebody from the dungeon that's that's in WWE. Fair. Yeah. If there's someone in the dungeon that's in WWE, I hope. But if she's the only one representing the Hart family and the dungeon squad, you have to keep it. So, um, moving on, I'm in NXT now, right? Uh, Mansoor, out of here. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> Tino Sabatelli, he's already been fired sure. once. Fire him again. Gone. Um, I do like uh, that you kept gender though. J- gender has an upside. I I believe that he's got got some positives to him. Um, yeah, you're right. He does have an upside. Uh, when he falls down, he can't break his nose because it's already messed up. Didn't. But uh, Mojo, I don't see any upside to. So. No, I'll agree with that. Other than uh, Gronk, but Gronk's not coming. So. Um. You previously had gone after um, Aaliyah, uh, and I would gone more than eight. Then yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm going after Vanessa Bourne. Get her out of here. Oh, Caden Carter's in that category for me too. I don't know. Uh, I see some potential in Caden Carter, but, but I I see potential in Caden Carter. The thing with Caden Carter versus Vanessa Bourne that I uh, see is. Uh, Caden Carter is young enough uh, that I I see her uh, improving and potentially getting better. I don't see Vanessa Bourne ever getting better. But that was just going through the WWE roster. I'm heading over to AEW now, and you're probably going to hear a couple names come up on this that I'm like, uh, maybe surprise some people. Um, frankly... Not a fan of the Gun Club. All three of them gone. The Gun Club. It's uh, Billy Gun, his son Austin Gun, and his other son. Um, I'm gonna go with Schmo. I don't know. Gone. His Add son. Here. His other son loaded. Gone. This is just because you're not a fan, though. Yeah, they could still go, man. They're good. They're pretty decent, actually. I. I, really I there's not much value left, but have you seen I, it? Matches like. I personally think that AEW has a lot more talent uh, in the pool. Now, now the yes. thing Billy Gunn brings to AEW is behind the scene. Yes, um, 
in in booking and training uh up and comers, right? So um but so his whole I, should get demolished because Billy Gunn is good in the backstage? I don't I don't see as much potential in them. I think they're they're getting a shot based entirely on family, not on talent. Um Yeah, you Natalia. <laughs> which is why she's gone. <laughs> Out of here. Um there are two people who recently got signed to AEW that I want to put on this list, but they're young and they've got the same sort of a thing where they got signed, I think, mostly because of family, but they've only wrestled one match so far and uh, I can't 100% kick them out. But that's Dante and Darius Martin. They've wrestled two times, um, but they're young and uh, they, they are really getting a big push but i'm just like i'm not sold on them yet so um we also had the sons of uh devon dudley wrestle on dark and i'm 100 certain they only got that role because uh they were sons of devon dudley and so um luther gone <coughs> amen agreed yeah. Don't need him here. Um, I get a kick out of some of this guy's uh, um, being the elite stuff, but Michael Naka Naka Nakazawa, out of here. Yeah, I was looking at him too because I went to the AEW roster and he was one I stopped at, and I'm like, but he's funny on being the elite, so I was like, oh, okay, maybe we'll keep him. <laughs> um. I know he's got a role backstage and he's a trainer and all that stuff on being the elite. He's kind of funny, but QT Marshall doesn't do anything for me. Out of here. Gone. He's kind of a QT. <laughs> um, getting to the women. Uh, first of all, we haven't seen Emmy Sakura in forever. Her gimmick doesn't work over here. Gone. Out of here. I haven't... I. I haven't fallen in love with Red Velvet yet, so I'm thinking, kick her gone too. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I feel like you're Vince circa March. <laughs> I am. Uh, <laughs> I am. You know, this is something that's been percolating for me for a few <laughs> weeks now. Uh, but but this week with uh, Jeff Hardy's attempt to kill himself. I was like, yep, nope, gone. Just just put him out to pasture. He's not doing anything for him anymore. Um, Impact doesn't have quite as many people for me to put on the list. Uh, just because their roster, just in general, is a lot tighter. They don't have a huge roster. Um, and then they recently let some of their biggest guys go because they want to go to WWE, it looks like. Uh, but... Hernandez, I'm. I think he's had a career. Let him go. Oh my gosh, I will wholeheartedly disagree with that. See, my my thing is, uh, his gimmick hasn't updated to the times. His gimmick is still circa 1998. Um, and, and just let him go. Don't care anymore. Johnny Swinger, gone. Out of here. Uh, I think it's time to retire the suicide character. I'm not necessarily saying whoever's wrestling has to, as suicide has to be gone, but the character needs to be gone. Isn't he still manic, or did they go back to suicide? Suicide. TJP was the one who wrestled as manic, and they haven't been doing manic at all recently. So, 
Um, uh, in the women's division, it's a little tighter. There aren't many that I really would go. Uh, but I'm not a fan of Alicia Edwards, so maybe her. You know who I would get rid of, actually? Hmm. Elias. See, I wouldn't. I think Elias has a huge upside if used yes. right. The problem is they don't ever use him. They put but him in stupid things. What's the best Elias you've seen in WWE? Has the best he ever... is right. The best Elias is when he uh, was allowed to just be himself and tear up people. Like, but they tried to turn him face, and then they tried to turn him sort of heel, sort of face, and tweener, and all of this stuff. Just let him be the drifter. Go out and get some heat. That's what he needs. Yeah, but that was what, like, four years, three years ago, four years ago. That yeah, he was the a little as two years ago. They still had him doing it, but he got injured, and when he came back from injury, they tried to make him a face, and that kind of ruined his his steam. And then it doesn't help that they put him in this stupid feud with Jeff Hardy that doesn't seem oh, it's to over die. Now. It's apparently over now. That was the last, uh, that was their final farewell for this. And I was so happy for it. I'm like, oh, thank God. This I'll whole little leave it when I see it. Whatever, symphony match or final symphony, whatever you call it. Apparently that was uh, the last hurrah. So let's hope and pray. Yeah. Or anyway, and pray. Fall no, we're not praying. <laughs> No, Karrion Cross, come back from injury. We miss you. <laughs> so okay, that's that's all. I I'm not even gonna bother going through Ring of Honor roster. We won't know what you're talking about. I'll I won't. Ring of Honor on there. Jay Lethal. It's yeah, time, it's time to throw it in. Good enough. So let's move also, on. Maybe if Bubba's still wrestling in ROH. Oh, oh yeah, Ray. Ray. He got let go from ROH. He's a uh, free agent now. That's it. He shouldn't wrestle anymore. Just stop, Bubba. Bully. Yeah. When he's not in WWE, he's bully. Bully Ray. podcast is fantastic, though. Dude can stay podcasting Mm -hmm. all day long. So let's go ahead and move on to the next challenge. Who wants to go first? That's going to be a tough one to beat. (laughs) I think it was fun. That was, yeah, that's harsh. Um, Well, I I, kind of, this being, we're recording this on December 1st, and and I don't know if y'all know that there's a holiday that occurs this month. God damn it. <laughs> but um, for the first time in a long time, I'm going to go ahead and say I need to go before JLB so we can get some redemption because I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way so that nobody else can challenge me to it. And I'm going to go ahead and give us the Christmas match. Book it. <laughs> By the way, Christmas is a SmackDown, so you have to use the SmackDown roster. Okay. Well, that at least gives me something to go off of, so it's not just the wild freaking West here. I can't even use the New Day. I could only use Big E. Oh, but I'll definitely use the Street Profits. (laughs) Well, you seem to have some ideas, so I'm going to percolate a bit while you work on yours. Alrighty. So, alright. So, Christmas match... You gotta have some eccentric fighters in there, so you're gonna have, um, you're gonna have, um, okay, so, like I mentioned, Street Profits, I'm thinking it's gonna be some sort of tree ladder match, if you will, somehow where the ladder is entangled within a tree, and it's like you're going up a tree to get the star, okay? (laughs) Uh, I'm just 
trying to figure out all my participants. So I want the street profits in this because so you're gonna have the street profits. I'm trying to think of a neat name too. So you're gonna have the street profits. You're gonna have also Big E in this. You are also going to have. Um, so I think I feel like I want to do a three on three. So in this case. There's a feud going on between Roman's Empire and the Street Profits for some reason, because they're just trying to beat people up. I have it. Hold on. Kevin never. So scratch it a little bit. Kevin Owens has to get Kevin Owens has to get two partners. So he decides to get the Street Profits. So it's going to be Kevin Owens as Santa and the Street Profits as his elves. Because I don't know, that's what kind of works. They can't be Mrs. Claus, and I don't know of any. I think putting them as reindeer would be stupid. So as his elves, sort of deal. And you would have them go up against in the Christmas chaos, climb to the top of the tree mountain to obtain that star, to hold the ultimate star power of the WWE SmackDown brand. So you're going to have... KO as KO Claws, Street Profits as the Profitable Elves going up against the the Grinch. Ah, I can't think of a cool name. The, I, I don't, the Grinch, whatever, the Grinch Empire, which will consist of, which will consist of uh, basically just Roman and his uh, cousins. Because I don't know who else is, um... I can't think of any more eccentric people on SmackDown for some reason. But Roman has no... I feel like anybody's more eccentric than Roman. But that's what you're going to have. So you're going to have a heel versus face sort of deal. You're going to have Santa and his elves versus uh, the Grinch. And I don't even remember whose Grinch's people were. I think Grinch was always alone technically, right? The Grinch didn't have anybody. He had his dog. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> because it's his Christmas yard after all and uh and his island so that works so <clears throat> you're gonna have roman as the grinch and uh the usos as his um trusty dog um teammates whatever I'm happens over here. i'm sorry uh, that's I'm fine back <laughs> no worries and yeah and i just see kevin owens coming out with the with the with the Santa like Kevin Owens could put a great Santa Claus. His ho 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 is probably not going to be the greatest, um, but we'll let him pass because I'm sure he would be funny. And then the Street Profits, forget about it. They're gonna not have a cup though. They're gonna have candy cane sized. Mm, I don't know candy. No no, they'll still have cups, but candy say candy cane sized cups in a so it's a cup in the shape of a candy cane. So you have to kind of drink it like a boot kind of ordeal. So it's like a candy cane sized cup like that sort of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know. That's that's all I kind of got at the moment. But I feel like they would even do that considering Roman is now going to be feuding with KO and Christmas is coming up. They're still going to build up this feud. Although it's technically... Roman is facing KO at TLC, right? I don't know if they've officially announced it, but I think that's the plan. Okay. Yeah, it looks like that's the plan, but... So that's the 23rd. That's a Sunday. So that still works, then. That still definitely works. No, it's not a Sunday. It's a Wednesday. No, but the 23rd is... Um, a oh, Wednesday. 
Uh, yeah. Son of a bitch. Either way, it's happening. Let's just maybe they do the Christmas special a week before or something because that would fall perfectly before the match. Um, unless, oh, unless this is where you bring up Ever Rising into the Christmas Chaos ladder mat. Not is it Ever Rising? Montreal. Ever Rise. Yeah. Ever Rise. Because they're pretty funny too. Those guys, now I've seen them in indie shows and they were freaking hilarious and I don't really see them much in NXT so I can't comment on how they are in NXT but with their Twitter videos, they're freaking funny. So I imagine they're bringing that same humor. They have pretty much the same humor as KO does. Um, So maybe... But I love the Street Profit. (laughs) Um, Oh, wait a minute. Guys, guys, guys. We are switching this up. We are <laughs> we're gonna make this a bigger match because King Corbin has to be King Corbin's the ultimate Grinch. Okay? He is the he is the creme de la creme de la Debbie Downers of Grinch people. So you're gonna have <laughs> Okay, so basically it's made up though. KO with Street Profits and uh, Ever Rise as one. So it's gonna be a five on five christmas chaos to the top to get that star to see who's the ultimate star of the show um and on so you'll have corbin reigns the usos as well as uh, i can't think of any more heels on smackdown can you guys throw me some heels um um cesaro or nakamura um if they keep Alistair Black as a heel, Alistair Black. Listen, Alistair... If they, if they keep the Forgotten Sons as a group, the Forgotten Sons... Although Nakamura, for some odd reason, being part of the Christmas chaos thing would be hilarious. But you have to bring back the drunken Nakamura. The drunken style Nakamura. Um, I just don't know how they would work with Usos and Roman and uh, Corbin. So... Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> All right. For the sake of it, we're going to put Dolph in there because I don't see Nakamura working well with them. It would be weird. And Dolph is kind of a cocky prick and him and Corbin would kind of uh, mesh well together as a, as a team. So that's it. KO, Street Pro- KO, KO Claws, Street, the, the Profitable Elves, the Ever Rise of the Reindeers versus the Grinch Empire of Roman the Grinch uh, with Uso the dogs and um, Corbin the catastropher because he wrecks things and makes everything horrible. I don't know. I, Grinch doesn't have that many people, so I can't have anything. And um, and uh, I don't know. Just Ziggles. Ziggles is just there to uh, help Ziggles. out. Ziggles the elf. Ziggles, Ziggles the Grinch elf, I guess. Uh... The, the the Ziggle gnome, because he's not an elf, because elf are good people in the Christmas world. So a gnome is kind of more evil, although we don't see them during Christmas time. But guys, it's freaking hard. Um, oh, Corbin Frost. <laughs> Corbin is a snowman. It's going to be the Grinch. The, 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 and is a snowman uh, just because whatever <laughs> and yeah I think that would be pretty fun as a ladder match 
shaped in type of a Christmas tree. So I don't know how they would do it, but it'd be like a ladder match climb to reach the star kind of ordeal. And uh, I think that would be a good time. So that is what I am booking with my Christmas themed ladder match. And uh, I think it fits well into a theme. Yep. Is, is, uh, is, it's I is get it. I get it. it like start? Is, is there stakes? Yes. If KO Claus's team wins, then they get to fight each other to see who goes for a shot at the championship. And this, if it's before TLC, will be the person who faces Roman Reigns for the championship. If Roman's team, if the Grinch Empire team wins, then Roman gets the night off. Okay. So who wins? (laughs) Well, clearly, guys, when you have three Montreal wrestlers on one team, you know, no. But KO Claus would definitely win. It would be a good way to end the night with the faces winning and um yeah and ko claus is the one that actually gets the star uh ko claus is the one that gets the star and ultimately you still get your ko versus roman reigns roman reigns matchup at tlc and if i were the booker i would make ko win it because roman does not need a title for where he's going with his cousin feud and hopefully him versus The Rock, which won't need a title for Mania. It's not happening this year. Listen, all right? I already booked a Grinch team. I don't need you to be the Grinch of the show. All right, Mr. Especially Faye. when that's my job. It's not happening this year. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, where's your Christmas spirit? I'm putting you on the naughty list. I am emailing Santa right now. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't have Sammy in that match. I for, he's not on. I forgot he was on SmackDown. <laughs> I would have definitely made it like an all Montreal team, but I forgot he was on SmackDown. Um, e, you missed Big E. I mean, there there was opportunities here. I just didn't know how to put them on as a character. Well, I guess Big E has been in like all of the food fight matches, <laughs> and 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 that's the problem. You need to fly away from that if you want to make him a huge star. Gotcha. Yep. That's why they did that. <laughs> yeah, that was entirely on purpose. Mm-hmm. Who, who are we gonna put in a food fight? Oh, let's pick the let's pick the guy we use always every time. Let's pick the token black guy. We're gonna put him as the food fight guy. No, all right, guys, this is 2020. Stop being freaking racist. Let he is getting a big push i would imagine in 2021 and you can't start with this nonsense now you have to start making sure him more- if, he, if he gets the, t- the star he gets a title shot too soon because he's only going to be a transitional champion if he gets it now ko is not gonna ko is not gonna keep it for very long all right fair enough i'll give it to you biggie it's gonna be biggie's year in 2021 he's either winning the rumble or he's winning the chamber for the championship or he perhaps might face the champion. I, I in the next three months he's getting something, and he's going to be keeping it for for a while. I would like to. Th- I, I I'm thinking that is what's going to happen. We just haven't seen a whole lot, but they got to start building it. If my theory is going to work, <laughs> like ASAP. So they can't have him in food fights. It's not happening. That's a no go for me. Okay, my turn. Yeah. Okay. 
So I, I there's not going to be any food involved in this one. We'll be very clear with that. This is going to be a more serious match, but not entirely serious. So you're going to have Big E in it because you're not putting food. Yes, Big E is going to be in it. No okay. secret. This is going to be a Christmas morning match. I am taking my inspiration from TNA's Feaster Fired. Uh, the, it is going to be five presents hung above the ring. One on uh, each corner, one in the middle. It is going to be a six-person match. Uh, in the presents is a prize of some sort. Maybe a good, it may be coal. Um... Once you get a present, you've eliminated yourself from the match. You're done. That present is yours uh, and will be revealed at the end. One of the presents has a shot at the Universal title in it. One of them has a shot at the Intercontinental title. Two of them have shots at the tag titles in them. Meaning... Throw together tag team. I like it. Go on. Meaning, yeah, thrown together tag team. The two people who choose those have to tag um one of them has i'm trying to think of what would be a good like not good award to be in it that's not a you're fired sort of thing because i think that's like, kind of like, like a zonk like a zonk something that would be like uh Let's make a deal yeah. yeah but i i, I think there's got to be something wwe related like um uh yeah a kickoff show match you know what i mean where it's like <laughs> you have to wrestle on the kickoff show, or uh, you, you <laughs> I got it, I got it. Uh, one of them, the reward in it will be uh, official Mexican announce table rebuilder for the next pay per view. That's your job, rebuild <laughs> the Mexican announce table. Um, and then DLC potentially, yeah. And then uh, number six, the one who does not get something, is put in a TLC match with no no stakes um, whatsoever, but has to be in this match against someone. Um, let's say it's a handicap match against the Forgotten Sons. So you don't want to lose because you don't want to be in a handicap TLC match against the Forgotten Sons. Hmm. Mostly because it'd be garbage, but that's another thing altogether. Uh, entrance in it, Alistair Black. Oh, I really thought the the person who didn't get any prizes at all was going to be fired. I was kind of excited about that. I, I thought about it, but I, frankly, uh, we've already fired enough people, and none of the people I want to fire am I going to put in this match. So You're fired. So, Alistair Black, Apollo Crews, Big E, Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, and da, 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 Chad's Gable. Okay. Sammy's not in it because Sammy is the current IC holder. So. Fair. Okay. That makes sense. Ooh, he could get himself like security if he wins the IC one. No, that's why I didn't put him in it. Okay. Uh, because he's going to guarantee have a match against someone. But is that match against his old friend, Kevin Owens? Is that match going to be against Ooh. his good friend, Dolph Ziggler? Dolphy Z? Ziggles. Uh, yep, the Zigster. Is it going to be against Big E or Apollo Crews um, or Alistair Black? Um, 
So, effectively, you've got four on the poles and one ladder section for this. And one person's going to be the odd man a uh, punishment match of being the handicapped victim versus the forgotten sons. I just suddenly thought making Daniel Bryan father time. Not really necessarily Christmas related, but I feel like he'd be a good father time for some reason. But I like that match. That's the morning after the Christmas morning match. That that sounds like something WWE would do for sure, though. For yeah, sure. You want to go ahead and let him finish booking it? Sorry. Yeah. So um, Christmas morning, of course, means Big E comes out in pajamas, full on footy pajamas. Probably, I'm I'm gonna say he goes full Christmas story and they're uh, pink bunny footy pajamas. <laughs> uh, Alistair Black, however, comes out as Alistair Black because I think he wears that shit to sleep. So. Um, <laughs> Um, I could see Apollo Crews coming out in pajamas of some sorts. Um, Chad Gable comes out in a in a sort of sexy Santa. You know, why not? Uh, suspenders and, and short shorts and a hat. Uh, Dolphy Z comes out as Dolphy Z because he's too serious to do any of that shit. Um, and then Kevin Owens comes out as himself, too. Uh Thought about putting Murphy in it, but I decided to do Dolph Ziggler instead. Murphy's got a storyline going on now. Um, in terms of winners, um, I think uh, we have Dolph Ziggler and Aleister Black pull down the tag title shots. That's entertaining as all hell. So they have to form a tag team to go after that. Uh, thrown together tag team sounds good. Um, Apollo Crews gets himself a shot at the uh, IC belt, uh, leaving Big E to get himself the shot at the inter- uh, the Universal Championship. I think I'm going to play it off kind of like a Money in the Bank, that they don't have to cash it in right away, but I'm going to put a time limit that's a lot less than a year. Like, So they don't necessarily have to use these at TLC, but they have to use them before Royal Rumble. So they've only got a couple pay-per-views to do that at. Um, Which then leaves uh, uh, good old Chad Gable as the odd man out. So he has to do a handicap match at TLC versus the Forgotten Sons, which is a punishment, but in reality is secretly uh, a power booking move because it gives him a chance to dominate a TLC match against the Forgotten Sons and look like an absolute beast. So you have Big E has to go against them? No. Chad Gable. Big E gets the Big E gets the universal title shot down the road. I like that. Although wait, what does Alistair Black get? Half of the tag title shots. Mm, Okay. Yeah, Alistair Black and Dolph Ziggler have to learn how to work together as they go after the tag titles. That would be a pretty awesome tag team, though, if they were allowed to do what they needed to, wanted to do. I I see them doing that tag team a lot like they've been doing the Shane and Nia sort of tag team, whereas neither of them likes the other person, neither of them thinks the other person is worth it, but uh, you know, both of them think that they're the reason the tag team stands a shot, but at the same point. Uh, they do work to well together in the ring. 
and they got a lot of chemistry. That's my thoughts. Nice. That's a good. Uh, that sounds very plausible, like something WWE would do. Although I don't think they'd use Alistair Black because, fun fact, the Godwins have had more TV time than Alistair Black has had in November. Well, he's probably getting punished because he reportedly asked to be moved back down to, to NXT, and they said no. Lame. And his wife, you know. Yeah. Because WWE doesn't hold a grudge against spouses at all. I say as Lana has been thrown through nine tables in the last two months. <laughs> but I just, I, I have this picture in my head of of Biggie climbing the ladder in the middle uh, to get, well, yeah, I still think him getting the one in the middle makes sense. In full footy pajama uh, pink bunny to get that one in the middle. The only reason I almost don't want to put that one in the middle is that just makes it a little too obvious one in the middle has the big prize. Mm. Maybe I put that on one of the sides, but still big footy pajama bunny Big E climbing up a pole to get to the one hanging above one of the sides. Still is a good visual. But the whole thing is they get the they get the the prize, the gift, and then they go off to the side and they don't open them until after the match is over. Right. It would be cool if they could even maybe swap kind of like something that uh like if you get the prize, you you whatever, you have to <clears throat> You have to, I don't know, maybe it wouldn't work. Because I'm thinking more of a competition, something like that Big Brother has, where if you win one of the prizes, you can't open it, though. But it's technically because you lost first. So you get one of the prizes. And then the last person, the ultimate winner, gets to choose from all the prizes that are there. Um, but if they lose, they pick up a prize and they can open it. So everyone knows what they have. But ultimately, the last person can pick the last prize. But I'm not sure how that would work in a... You would have to make it more of that person gets eliminated. So it kind of wouldn't work in your Christmas morning match. No. But I do like that idea. Yeah. I think it, because here's the deal is, if you've ever watched one of the TNA Feast or Fired matches, it that's the whole deal with it is they get a briefcase and they don't know what's in it. And it could be a title shot or something big like that, or it could be their pink slip. Um, and so I thought of having. Uh, one of them be you're fired, or two of them be you're fired, but I don't know. We already talked about firing, and I didn't want to fire any of these. Yeah, you're, you're right about too many people being fired this year, though, so no need for that. Too many people being fired this episode. <laughs> yeah. But, but between the three of us, we fired like 32 people. <laughs> yep, that's valid. And from wrestling, not even from WWE. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, Okay. Last challenge, JLB. What you got? All right. So I wanted to make it kind of TLC themed, but we still have three weeks technically. Uh, so I don't necessarily need to do the TLC themed one now. So what I would maybe like you guys to do is I would like you because I feel like they're not really doing anything with her at the or we don't know where she's going right now they haven't really used her in anything and her title has kind of been just there not being used but I would like you to book Asuka's next big storyline because I feel like she hasn't been doing anything in the la since the whole Sasha Banks scenario 
from what two three months ago other than that she's kind of just been hey i have the championship here okay lana i'll give you a shot okay that's it but they're not doing anything with her at all so, they haven't done anything with her since survivor series when she fought sasha banks and tapped out or and got pinned nothing in like 10 days well no. yeah yeah but that match okay but that match i mean versus she Champions. teamed like, with lana that's something right no it is not something that's a point <laughs> stop it <laughs> i was so angry at that i'm like why is this even a match this is stupid unless you're building an oscar versus Shayna, then i am all for it which i don't think is even happening because Shayna still looks like they're not doing anything with her either so um because this whole nia jack Shayna tag team like they're not even doing anything with ugh, pointless um so yeah i'm just really fed up that they're not just they're not using asuka like at all for anything they're putting in their they're putting her with fucking lana for no reason um and yeah i don't know it's just pointless so i'm just kind of curious as to how you at least would book given obviously everything that's going on asuka's next big storyline because wrestlemania well royal rumble and wrestlemania is just kind of around the corner so they have to this is when they kind of start building stuff oh, i guess they will do it do it after tlc but what would you do you're vince mcmahon it, do we know if Oscar's facing anyone at tlc as far as i know they haven't announced anything yet yeah not yet so essentially because whatever happens in tlc I guess can be the start of a new feud, but it's most probably not going to be anything crazy. And then they'll start possibly booking for what's going to happen at Rumble. Uh, and then, of course, leading to Mania. So, what's Asuka's next feud with the women's, uh, with obviously her still being the women's championship? Who do you bring up? Who do you bring over? Who do you want on the Raw roster to face her? What is going to happen? Who is ready? Or Oscar. I'll go ahead and go first. Go ahead. Because I got nothing right now. Um, Apparently, I think the WWE, the WWE writers, so you know, you're not the only one. <laughs> I think they've got the answer staring them in the face and just don't realize it. Um, they already have a person on their roster um, with the skill set and storyline to make a good run at Asuka and tell a good storyline. Um, and that's Alexa Bliss. And the storyline being The Fiend. Mm -hmm. Can The Fiend's help, can The Fiend's tutelage, uh, influence, finally put Alexa over the top of Asuka? Because Alexa doesn't have a good record against Asuka overall. But Alexa is a multi-time WWE Raw Women's Champion. Um, and for a feud for Asuka, I think you have to have some star power. And you look at star power in the rest of the women's roster on Raw right now, and they don't have a lot, right? Uh, you know, you've got Becky and Charlotte both out, so they're not there. Lacey Evans, I don't think she brings any star power to this feud. Lana, no star power. Naomi, maybe a little bit. But uh, Shayna Baszler would be a good feud, but she's currently women's tag champion with Nia Jax, so that kind of rules her out. I mean, done 100%. They've had people who were dual title holders before. That's not a huge thing, but 
Looking at I, you. I'm I'm thinking uh, Alexa Bliss from a storyline standpoint makes a lot of sense. Where you know, like I said, it, the storyline is can the influence of the fiend and potentially the interference of the fiend put her over the top, right? Um, they've already shown that Alexa Bliss is not afraid to interfere in matches involving the uh, to give the fiend some some extra help. So let's reverse it to Alexa Bliss using the fiend to help her win matches too. And and you can also play just the absolute craziness. Alexa Bliss showing off in the ring that her new ring style includes fiendish maneuvers. She can even do the, the bend over backwards in the corner thing, craziness, all of that stuff. Is that going to give her the edge to beat Asuka? Mm, that... um, I think that would just be a fun feud for it. And it would get Alexa Black back in an actual women's title feud um, and still keep the storyline with The Fiend open. Like, they could even do it in concurrence with what's going on with Randy Orton and The Fiend. Which is amazing, by the way. Oh my god, that yeah. opening segment? And that's the deal. Is this doesn't have to interfere with that. This can directly go into that. In fact, that can be some of the thing. Is is Randy Orton going to interfere in this match to, to try to kidnap Alexa Bliss again? Um, is the effect of this match going to affect the match later on the night? But it immediately puts Asuka in a high-profile feud. It helps elevate the title. It helps elevate both feuds. You, you then have some... Uh, uh, fun things to go in in between there where you can have a match where Asuka has to uh, team with uh, Randy Orton in a intergender a mixed tag match versus The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Of course, by WWE rules, when woman tags in, the other woman comes in, that's fine. But can Randy Orton and Asuka, who are on opposite ends of the face heel spectrum uh can they coexist against the team of alexa bliss and, and the fiend i'm just scared that and i love when bliss bliss wrestled and so on but i'm scared bliss as this character won't technically be a good wrestler have we technically seen her wrestle yet yes yes she wrestled against nikki cross the other day and she yeah, faked that was so Zach in her, and then she ripped right. Nikki Cross in half. Which I thought was amazingly done. That was crazy cool acting. I love Bliss as this character, but we're not going to see the crazy wrestling ability that Bliss usually does when she's a face. Or even oh when she's God, like a wrestler. Did you see her take out John Morrison? Yeah, uh, I got I to be honest. I think this opens her up to be even more crazy. Even, even yeah. more crazy and more athletic. I think this gives her the opportunity to use some of her, you know, athleticism a little bit more than she had been in women's wrestling before because she now is not limited by human capabilities in this respect. So she can do some of the crazier stuff um, and and be a little crazy and, and she can be just a little bit crazier acting. So it doesn't have to be all about her wrestling directly. It can be about toying with Asuka, you know? Uh, one of my favorite things that uh, wrestlers have done before, uh, heel 
Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner would do it all the time is the dominate someone, be about to pin them, and then choose not to to instead taunt them. And that's something that crazy Alexa Bliss could easily do. Hit Asuka with a major move, hit her with the the Twisted Bliss, but instead of covering her, roll off and, and lay next to her and smile at her and do the little hand in hand in the heart uh head in the hand face thing that she does and, mm-hmm. and taunting a lot of fun stuff could come out of it from that um the whole concept that as part of the fiend she's less concerned with winning and more concerned with punishing okay fair it's just because i feel that the fiend is technically more limited when he wrestles when he's obviously the fiend character right so i thought maybe that would also play into bliss but you are absolutely right. This actually gives Bliss maybe even more freedom than what she had before. I so, think any limitations you've seen on The Fiend uh, have been based on the fact that uh, Bray Wyatt has played the character so broadly even before he was The Fiend that he didn't leave himself any room to do more as The Fiend. Um, mm, okay. But The Fiend as a character is supposed to be even more vicious and crazy than Bray Wyatt ever was. So, anyways, that's my idea. I mean, I could bring someone up from NXT, uh, but I I think what Asuka needs is a high-profile star power feud, and no one coming up from NXT brings that. Even Io Shirai doesn't bring the star power, even though she's the current NXT champion. Uh, Ember Moon coming back brings a little bit of star power, but Ember Moon obviously hadn't been used properly on the main roster. That's why she went back down to NXT. It's because she fits there better, so. Yeah, I like, mm, yeah, that would be Alexa Blisto and Asuka. That would be cool. That would be very interesting. All right. What you got? Marks is going to kill me. Oh. Um, but not in his actual booking. I think my booking's better. Um, I think. Fake WWE news. <laughs> I think WWE is going to absolutely fuck up TLC. Um, and I think that they're going to fuck it up by having Asuka in some type of tag titles match, um, whatever it may be. Um, and I'm okay with that. So I think Asuka is going to be in actually a match for the tag titles, like swap the titles type match. Um, and Asuka has to find a partner. And I think she chooses Naomi because they both do the butt, butt thing. Um, and they're actual the friends. friends the butt thing. <laughs> and they're yeah. actually friends? Yeah. They're real friends oh. in real. Oh, okay. <laughs> they both do the butt thing. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Apparently, <laughs> so does Mickey James. Have you seen it? I don't know. Moving forward. Sorry. <laughs> We're at the part of the show where things start to get a little bit horrible. I apologize. Start but to? They, start start to? to? That that yeah that was probably all the way there wasn't it, <laughs> um, but I think during the match, I think Oscar gets Oscar and Naomi get the win and they take the titles off of Nia and Shayna and now Oscar is celebrating being a two title champion and some music plays and I know that Smarks is thinking I'm gonna go with Charlotte here, but I'm, I'm not. I'm going to go with someone who comes out and has already ruined a moment for Asuka. And we hear, 
I don't give a damn about your bad reputation. Knew you were going to oh. go there. And Rousey comes back and tells Asuka that she's going to win the Royal Rumble so she can take the title off Asuka because she's already stole one moment from her and that's the one bitch she hasn't beat. And that's I think, gives us a big pop for an Asuka match. And I think that's a really good one or two match um, one or two match contract for her. So she can't, she doesn't get this. She can still be heel, bitchy heel that, that, that I thought maybe was going to work. That I think was the right way to bring her in uh, instead of face. Um, and it allows Asuka to get that big pop of beating Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. So that's what I got. Fine, fair, and that's something very WWE-ish too, though. They could honestly go that route. And yeah. Gonna... You, she has a two-match contract. Ronda does. She wins Royal Rumble. Yes, I know that screws up a whole bunch of other stuff, but she wins Royal Rumble, and she goes to WrestleMania and loses to Asuka. Solidifying Asuka as the star that she actually is. Rather than foreshadowing Asuka when Asuka was a star. Did Flair ever face Ronda one-on-one? Yes. It was a Survivor Series. She beat the crap out of her with a with a kendo stick. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, so then, yeah, because I was going to say, oh, but, Wait, but... No, you said Flair and Rousey, right? Flair yeah. Rousey, yeah. Yeah, because Flair hasn't had... Flair's had dozens with Asuka. Oh, for sure. So... So I 100% believe that Asuka is going to be in a tag team match at TLC. I was just booking it without her doing that. So <laughs> well, I, I, I think the bigger, I, I wanted the bigger long-term pop. Yeah. I think long-term pop can be done with the, the Alexa Bliss one too, but I, uh, I, I it, it, there's a, there's a story there that hasn't been told yet. And it kind of, it's the only story with Ronda Rousey that still pisses me off. I think for her to overshadow Asuka's big moment, winning the first women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. I, I think that long-term pop comes at WrestleMania with Rousey showing up there. Um, and to be against Asuka, it really, they really need that Asuka Rousey feud. I think, I, I think that happens after WrestleMania. I think the pop is Ronda showing up at WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know, man. I think because this WrestleMania, they're going to because they know it's going to be same ordeal, right? WrestleMania is going to be at the Performance Center. They're going to have they're seriously hoping to to not be they they uh, the reports I have read say they want to decide within the next week or two uh, whether they'll be able to even do Royal Rumble with live audience. They're still hoping to have Royal Rumble with audience. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen, but. But anyways, my my point is what I was saying is I I 100% think what that what's going to happen is different than what we want to happen one way or another. But I am fairly certain I mentioned this before. Lana is going to uh, a at least a tables match against Nia. But I don't think even WWE un, uh, believes Nia can can sustain a one on one match against anyone. So I think it's going to be at least a tables match. Lana teaming with Asuka versus Shayna and Nia. And Shayna Asuka would be great. It's just that Ronda has more, so much more pop. So 
Shayna, Nia versus Lana, Asuka, ending with Lana and Asuka winning the belt, or winning the tag titles, uh, then frees Shayna up to go after Asuka. But again, I think I think the pop they want with Ronda comes from her showing up at WrestleMania, not before it, and challenging. Um, uh, the surprise show up of Shayna, af- of, of Ronda, after Asuka beats her challenger, Shayna, whoever, Asuka's chilling in the ring, celebrating her ring win, and then Ronda's music hits, and you get the pop out of that. Uh, I, that's what I think is more likely to happen, personally. I do believe there's an untold story of wrestling fans that are still pissed off that we haven't had, that we didn't get Asuka versus Ronda after Ronda's Asuka's moment. Mm-hmm. And so I still think that happens. I just don't think the match happens at WrestleMania. I think the return happens. That's basically what I'm saying. Okay. We still get the match. It's just the match itself isn't the WrestleMania match. It's afterwards. I think it all depends on um, when they suspect crowds will be there. And then that's how they'll kind of book it. Because if they don't have crowds by Mania... Uh, they obviously won't have crowds by Rumble. If they, I feel they won't. Uh, if they don't have crowds by Mania, they're gonna have to jam pack that card with so much superstar power to make sure that those who perhaps don't have the WWE Network end up buying it on pay per view, and they have to get as much income as they possibly can for that. So they're well, gonna upstack that card like crazy. Yeah, I get that. I think I think you get the same with speculation of Ronda showing up that uh, that having her officially announced for the card uh, doesn't give you any more advantage than just rumored to show up. Um, I personally don't think Ronda sells that many tickets. Like, okay. <clears throat> I don't think she moves the needle in terms of uh, things. If, if you look at uh, merch sales, if you look at ratings when she was on, if you look at all that stuff, she did not... M- move the needle that much so i don't think she uh as a draw draws in that much but as a pop i think she could and that's why i think they save it for a pop rather than yeah i I think she draws a a pop i don't think she's i don't think she's a weekend week out draw she's not becky she's not hell she's not charlotte um but Mm -hmm. she is something that makes people go wait who's she gonna go against oh my god she ruined oscar's moment again Yep. And I in think, fact, I, I I think your hardcore wrestling fans tune in from any other brand to go see that because they're they're like, oh, oh, please God, if they ruin this, now, and that's why that should come at Rumble. If WWE ruins this, Which they'll lose so many fans. It's not even funny. Oscar has to be Ronda Rousey. He, here's what it comes down to for me. My my part of this argument comes down to this. Uh, WrestleMania is a known seller. I, I guarantee you, it doesn't matter if COVID's still here or not. They know, and they showed this year, that even without crowds there, they can sell the WWE Network based on WrestleMania, right? Yep. It's the other ones that they have to sell. I get so, what you're saying. So if, she's at Wrestle, if she shows up at WrestleMania, you sell SummerSlam mm-hmm. and the build towards Yeah, exactly. Now... But I think, if anything, we have a combination of the two uh, storylines happen. This is less fantasy booking and more speculation on my part. But we have whatever happens with Oscar at TLC, 
I think we do have a return of someone. I think it's the someone you hinted it wouldn't be, but I think it's Charlotte. Yeah. I think we have Charlotte return soon. I think we build to Charlotte versus Asuka at WrestleMania. Um, Asuka wins, retains against the greatest, um, and that's when Ronda shows up and steals her spotlight, her celebration of beating Charlotte, and leads to selling tickets to the other pay-per-views. Um, especially, especially if there's not a crowd at WrestleMania, I think this is the better way to do it because there's still a chance for there to be a crowd at SummerSlam. So build to that match for SummerSlam when you have a chance still. Yeah. But, but that's all speculation. Again, this is fantasy booking, and and we both booked the way we we would do it. Um, I prefer my way. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an Alexa Bliss mark. Yes. But that still would be freaking interesting, though, and they can easily do that. And Bliss Asuka, I am super down for it. Like, mm-hmm. that would be a good time. It's, theoretically, they can do both of those. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the deal. Is th- This whole combination, they could do Bliss Asuka and still lead up to Charlotte coming back and then Ronda coming back. I mean, those are all things that they could easily do with this. But. They could lead up to Bliss Asuka. Bliss takes the title off of Asuka. Charlotte gets it at... at Elimination Chamber. Um, Asuka, um, because Bliss takes it off of Asuka early, Asuka wins the her second Royal Rumble, beats Charlotte at WrestleMania. Ronda ruins another moment for her. I mean, mm-hmm. they could literally do that. Yep. So, but on that being said, we will move on to our other game: uh, Ring of Honor, AEW, or Impact. Except this week for my challenge, I'm scratching Impact out and I'm putting WWE in there because I am challenging you with some Impact wrestlers. Rules of this are simple. I'm going to give a list of three uh, Impact wrestlers that they need to relocate to one of the other companies. So the first round choices are Jordan Grace, Rosemary, and Taya Valkyrie. Well, you chose great wrestlers. (laughs) Um... Boy, it's the 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 tough call is Taya or Jordan to AEW, in my opinion. Um, I think I want Taya Valkyrie in AEW. I don't know why. Um, I just think I, I I think she's the slightly bigger name, and I mean slightly, um, which means I'm getting Jordan Grace in WWE and Rosemary in. Ah, geez, Rosemary really fits with with um, the fiend or or something. I don't know. No, Rosemary and ROH. Hmm. Not upset if Jordan Grace is on NXT, by the way, at all. Uh, uh, I would really like to see Jordan Grace. I feel like Jordan Grace fits perfectly well in AEW, though. I that's also because I don't know enough about Tyra Valkyrie, though. So I don't know what I'm missing with Tyra Valkyrie. The problem is Tyra Valkyrie's a, a Vince McMahon dream woman. She's blonde. She's she's powerful. Um, she's not quite as big as Jordan in terms of just big. Um, so there's there's some well, additional sex appeal in his mind that would show up there. However, I think Jordan's pretty hot. Um, <laughs> I, I uh, yeah I, I think I think Vince goes crazier for Taya, but. Um, That's what I mean. I, I'd love to see Jordan Grace in that NXT division. Love to see Jordan Grace in that NXT division. 
I'd only love to see her in the NXT division. I would not want to see her go up to the main rosters. No, none of these, none of these girls. I mean, Rosemary is probably a better storyteller, so she probably works okay on the main roster. But none of these girls deserve to have their career buried by being on the main roster WWE. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So for me, it would be Grace in AEW, um, Valkyrie in WWE, and uh, what was the other one? Rosemary. Um, I feel like I. Was she at that pay-per-view? The, I don't think she was. So, uh, yeah, she's no, been around. The, she she's got kind of a supernatural demon character. So, uh, oh, but that wouldn't work in ROH. They don't have any kind of, if I'm not mistaken, they don't really have any. Like she's perfect in Impact, but I guess she's going to ROH because Vince or Cody or Khan, whatever, would definitely fight between. Tyra and Grace and those two can honestly go in each brand like they would fit nicely I feel like Vince does like both she does like the bombshell of Valkyrie but I feel like he also would want to use Jordan Grace as that she's not big big there but she's kind of that nice figure that Vince likes where she can still kind of become um, not a monster but just a, a more main event superstar for the women's division I think Vince sees Blonde as marketable. That's why I say Taya is. That's it. So that's why I'm. I cool. see Taya as a better fit in the in the AEW women's division because of her brutality. Yeah, Jordan, I guess I have to. She really is. Jordan Grace is actually kind of graceful. So <laughs> she is. Well, but... one thing to keep in mind with this is uh, Taya Valkyrie is married to John Morrison. So. Oh. Okay. That. At least, I don't care. <laughs> Makes an argument there. I mean, it hasn't stopped her staying in Impact Wrestling after her husband left to go to WWE. So good enough. Okay, who's got the next challenge? I'll uh, stick it with women. Still, we are going with your girl Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and Oscar. No theme, just great wrestling. Okay. Hmm. Or. Yeah, no, I'll keep it that. I was going to make it harder on you, but we'll keep it that way. So, what I have to decide is, for AEW, do I value Mike's skills or wrestling skills most? Um, and I don't know if this is the, the right way to do it, but this is the way I want to do it. And it might just be because I'm a Alexa Bliss fan, but Alexa Bliss to AEW. I think she's got enough skills in the ring to hang with pretty much anyone, maybe short of Hikaru Shida right now. Uh, but her mic skills are something. I thought you said of short of. <laughs> but uh, but her mic skills are something AEW is missing. A lot of women who've got the mic skills that she has. So um, that would then put Asuka in uh, Impact. Um, where they've got a fairly well-developed women's division, she would fit really well there. Um, she'd be able to use her character. It would, I think, it would play off of a character like Rosemary very well. Um, she's also talented enough to be in there with Diana Perazzo and and hold her own there. So, and then that would put uh, Nikki Cross in Ring of Honor, where she could be the focal point of their resurgence attempt at women's wrestling there. Fair. Fabe? Hold on a second. Be right back. Um, 
Yeah, what I originally was going to do is I was going to give you, I was going to swap out Nikki and put Ember, Ember Moon. Kind of five would have done that. Would your opinion have changed? Ember Moon might have changed some things for me, but I'm not sure. Um, it, it wouldn't have changed Alexa in AEW. I think that stays the same. Oh, yeah. it, it, it could have changed who goes to Impact Wrestling. Because Ember Moon, her her kind of wolf, werewolf character that she had for a long time, uh, could fit in with a lot of the supernatural elements that they have in Impact Wrestling. Maybe even better than Asuka. And Asuka and Ring of Honor would be a really big focal point um, for that. So it potentially could have changed that, but I don't know. Mm. I, I apologize. I was using the restroom, gentlemen. So taking a deuce on our show. Oh, Gary. <laughs> what? So taking a deuce on our show. It's not the I first time. Not the first. Oh, oh you take a deuce on I, it every I, time I, you open I, your mouth. Ha ha. All right. So uh, <laughs> this is what I was going to say. It's not how I'm going to book this. Uh, I would book it almost identical to how Smarks did. But I really wanted to open with Asian female wrestler to AEW confirmed. <laughs> because, yeah, that's exactly how they do it. No, I, I have to wholeheartedly agree with Smarks. Um, I do think Nikki could could be interchangeable with uh, Impact if Impact did. Do they, do they still have a women's tag titles? They are bringing them back. They're having a uh, I, tournament right now. What a great tag team in Rosemary and Nikki Cross. That's the one piece to that that I change. Hmm. And so then you would put Asuka in Ring of Honor? Jeez, why do you gotta do that to me, man? Yeah, that's that's harsh. I don't like any of it. I don't. I don't. Would I have to? Yeah, I would. Because she'll thrive anywhere she's at. And that sounds like a total fucking cop-out, because it is. I would have I would have made Bliss go to Impact, man. I think Bliss would have added certain star power to Impact. Um, I think she's all for Impact. Sorry, I think she's too small for Impact. Uh, are the women yeah, in that... tall? Well, not just tall, but you got Jordan Grace and Taya Valkyrie in that division. Um, By three, one hundred and fifty Jordan Grace, that is just a machine. Mm-hmm. Taya Valkyrie, got... eight, one sixty-five, one seventy, something like that. You've got Jessica Havoc. Bigger gal. Not not like none of these women are Nia big. Like don't I'm not saying big women. These are very voluptuous, sexy, powerful women. This is Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know I got that. But I'm saying that's why it could still maybe kinda work. Like I don't think she's agile enough to bring some type of agility like maybe the mind games tricks aspect plays well there but in, in reality you see her getting broken in half like it just wouldn't be believable oscar would have a better chance yeah yeah uh taya valkyries uh at least build at five foot eight 145 pounds um so she would tower over Alexa. Sort of 160, she's pretty stacked dude mm. <laughs> there's a lot of them. trying to think of the other people, I think Rosemary's no tiny person. I mean, she's not huge, but five foot eight, 150 pounds too. build weight. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, yeah. And I'm not saying that Asuka um, in that division would, wouldn't be dwarfed a bit too. I mean, she's not huge either, 
but she's not five feet of fury alexa bliss right yeah. um, it would it would take a character revamp for for alexa and it might be the character she is right now to yeah, give, yeah you would make her go batshit crazy yeah like, like, to be like a give, rabbit kitten type thing to give counterpoint uh Hikaru Shida is five foot four and 126 pounds. So Alexa Bliss standing next to Hikaru Shida would be a lot more even of a look than Alexa Bliss standing next to Taya Valkyrie. Now that Taya... said, next to um, oh Nyla Rose. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and she still beats her. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Alexa. I mean, it's a. It's a tough challenge, no matter how we look at it. But manipulative, her character plays best is either manipulative or just. I I really do enjoy the new Alexa. I love this rabid kitten thing. Like, like I know that's not what she's called, but she's a a, a psycho, and I I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like it fits her so perfectly. Like, why didn't you guys do this sooner? What was a mess up that you did at Extreme Rules? Um, from the fans wanting that completely, thank God you listened to all the fans saying that. Because I honestly don't think with what they did with Extreme Rules with Braun seeing Alexa, I co- I, I full-heartedly believe that they were already planning we're putting Alexa in the Firefly Funhouse with Bray. I honest to God don't think that was a thing that they were planning by when they did the Extreme Rules match. So I'm really glad though that they did end up doing it because she fits it so perfect. She's like a Harley Quinn, but more crazier. And it's awesome. And I'm here for it every day of the week. That was one of the best one of those you've done, man. Good yeah. Job. Oh, thank yeah. you. I have few and far in between, but they're there. But uh, mine's not going to be that good. Mine's going to be the three horse women since we're going with women. So the three remaining horse women that aren't Rhonda, <laughs> um, uh, Jessamyn Duke, um, Shayna Baszler, and uh, uh, why can't I think of the other one's name? Marina Shafir. Yeah, Marina Shafir. Thank you. And the, really, the hard part is where do you put Jessamyn and Marina? <laughs> Well, and frankly, nothing against Jessamine. She's the real hard part. Because uh, you think she's going to get broken everywhere. Yeah, because she she is so skin and bones. Um, uh, so uh, it's easy for me. So I'll just go uh, Shayna to AEW. She's the most complete package. Um, and frankly, I it boggles my mind that WWE doesn't know how to use Shayna. They used her so well in NXT, and then they bring her up to the main roster, and they're like, I don't know what to do. They uh, also did the same thing with Asuka, though, so give them a but, couple years, they'll figure it out. But, I mean, I've said this before. I've said this so before. angry. I was right? If I built this woman up, and then you take them, and you just completely destroy what I have built. I made these sandcastles on this beach, and then you just came and kicked everything over. I made it so detailed. I made it so refined. And then you just come in and you just give it a quick sift, uh, a, a swift kick rather. And then you break my castle in half and there's no more detail. There is nothing there. There is just particles of sand and I have to rebuild again. I would be so angry, man. How does... I guess what Vince calls them up, what are you going to do? You can't, you know, you can't say anything. 
But but even more than that, Vince can say, listen, H, I know you're my son-in-law, but you don't have to have a job here, you know? Uh, you're, you're, you're right, Father Dearest. Uh, do whatever you want with these people. I'm fine. Um... But show you their talent. Yeah, just uh, just thought you might like to know that they've got more uses than nope. Okay, that's fine. Um, yes, Massa, move on. Um, oh, but uh, I I 100% Shayna to to AEW because she's phenomenal. Uh, Marina Shafir to Impact because I think she's got a lot of potential. I think. Uh, her husband being Roderick Strong gives her a lot of insight into the workings of Impact, and I think that helps her out there as well. And then Jessamine to Ring of Honor, where she's... They have a great nutrition program. Yeah. (laughs) Probably not the thinnest woman on that roster, but I don't know. I haven't looked at their roster too much recently, so... Angelina Love versus uh, Justin yes. Duke in a Skeletor match. Yeah. Why do I? How how often have they fought? Um, since uh, since uh, Shayna's been on the main roster, they have really cut back on Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Really. Yeah. Cut back. They they were regulars coming yeah. out to support Shayna. Um, and and then, they were a tag team that was good, not exceptional. They uh, they did not transition as well as Sheena, but neither did Ronda, and she got a huge push. So, I this is gonna sound uh, mean and condescending of me, but I I kind of feel like they were the token uh, people to get Sheena and Ronda in there. You know what I mean? Like. You're Shayna and Rhonda's friend, so we know uh, that if we sign you, they're going to be more likely to come. So, mm. but um, oh, that's five million dollar lot of contract. Yeah, yo, but the other two girls are freaking tall, man. Like they look like they could be absolute monsters. Like they, they're so much. They're they're who's who did you say was the skinnier one here? Because they still all look pretty. pretty Jasmine Duke. She could play Slender Man, and even then, Slender Man would look at her and be like, I don't know, you maybe should eat a burger. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, take a look at your take a look at your uh, Facebook messenger. You can show me all the pictures you want of them. No, no, no. I, I remember. Who, which one's like, the skinny broad? The blonde yeah, she's, one. She's going to be the blonde one. Whichever way. But she doesn't seem like Slender Man here. I, I feel like you just said skinny broad. So yeah, this picture here is old. Uh, she she's gonna be the one over. Uh, uh, Jasmine Duke is it's the tallest of them because she's closest to the camera. But that's that picture makes her look. Uh, oh snap! Okay, so this photo is probably better than because she looks definitely much skinnier here. Um, here. Um, so. Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer though. Shayna to AEW, she has the most. She has the total package. She can talk on the mic. She's fierce. Uh, the problem is, I just think she would over-dominate the AEW division, and then we'd be back at square one again, where they might misuse her and put her in like a Nyla Rose situation because they won't know what to do with her because not everyone is as skilled 
as Shayna would be in that division or use it the proper way. So that's the only reason why I'm scared for Shayna going there, but she is certainly the more polished. I personally haven't seen the other two. I remember when she was with when they were with Shayna in NXT, but I just don't I remember them always getting involved, but never technically having a match. Sparks, you gotta stop sending them, man. That was uh, all just page one of the results, I'm telling you. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, I stand I even though you're not being mean, and I still feel like you're being mean, man. <laughs> yeah, see, I just went to Google Images. I didn't, oh my god. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, yeah, she, I, she doesn't go to any federation. She goes straight to rehab. And... <laughs> food rehab or something like jeez but I'm sure her MMA career she was a beast so you know if she was friends with Rousey she most probably could uh, pack a punch so if I don't see you guys next week it's because she found me and messed me up and <laughs> I sent her over to uh, to the Braskies to uh, handle some other business um, yeah so that's the only thing. So I kind of maybe would like to see Shayna then in Impact because I think that would be fun. She would over-dominate, I feel, that division, which I am down for because I feel like Impact knows kind of what they're doing with their women as opposed to where AEW doesn't. Um, the non-slender one we're going to put to AEW's just because she looks like she could fit there nicely. She has the build with the general woman there and slender woman uh is going to roh and uh will be the woman of honor who has anorexia too soon yeah i don't think she has anorexia i just think she's there's nothing on her there really isn't well yeah but she has to have muscle man i think she has a reach i think that's that's the that's yeah the... i mean she's six foot tall so she she's got that reach and that definitely plays in but she she and here's the deal: it's I'm I'm five foot seven and and somewhere north of three hundred pounds, um, and I'm sure she could kick my ass. I'm not even trying to argue that, but I I seriously every time she gets in the ring, I am just worried that she's gonna be broken, that she's gonna be snapped like a twig. I really have to go and check out her match. She's definitely had some matches in NXT though, right? You said yeah. She yeah. Oh, okay, I gotta check that out. <laughs> oh, jeez. I went ahead and was as vicious as Smarks was. Yeah, I know. That's very mean. I will not repeat that out loud. <laughs> um, yeah, no, fair enough. And uh, I think we're coming to a close, right, Officer Smarks? I, b- I believe so. I'm going to make sure that I haven't made a mistake uh, and skipped anyone, but I did mine. Uh, D.A. Fabe did his, and you did yours, right? Yeah, yeah, no no skipping. No skipping, okay. So we will bring this to a close. Uh, Make sure to uh, like, share, subscribe to this podcast, whatever podcast platform you use. Click the little follow or subscribe or whatever button on there so you get notified every time we post a new episode. Uh, Share us with your friends on social media so that they know about it and can listen to us. Uh, it's the easiest and cheapest way to support us is just to press share 
and say, I listen to this podcast. You should too. Boom. Send. Um, you can also follow us on social media. You can follow me at D at raw and order WBU. <laughs> I almost said, uh, DA Fabe's uh, Twitter handle, which he never uses, but you can follow him at DA Vincent K Fabe. <laughs> and you can follow JLB at. It's a ring to it, doesn't it? DA Vincent K Fabe. That's why you wanted to use it. Uh, but mine also has a ring to it as well, as it is at JLB420 at Real Talk Radio 8 as well because real talk radio is the brand anchor.fm slash rtr and um real talk radio dot online still not updated so you still shouldn't care about it but if you want to go check out a basic site you absolutely can i welcome you aboard and uh that's it guys yep. smart you can also have you ever seen outtakes from liar liar <laughs> yes Yes, I have. You know the part where, where the the defense attorney, or I'm sorry, the prosecution? Overactor. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's what I think of. Sorry. Just moving forward. Of what I did? I should pull out a, a piece of paper and go, a goose. <laughs> Swan. Um, anyways, uh, make sure to review us on Apple Podcasts. If you use that, give us five stars. Just like the number of stars you will give your vacation if you ever go to beautiful Turks and Caicos. Uh, Turks and Caicos. I wish I was at Turks and Caicos right now. I mean, as long as I don't have COVID cases, I wish I was at Turks and Caicos. Yeah. We could hang out at Turks and Caicos, rub elbows with the stars, like um, Keith uh, Richards. Keith Richards. <laughs> um, you can find all sorts of information about Raw and Order WBU on our Wix site and the pinned tweet on my social media or uh, in the doobly-doos for this uh, in pretty much every episode. You know, I still haven't gotten my shirt yet. Still have. Well, should have paid for that expedited shipping. shipping. I guess I should have. Jesus. <laughs> uh, check, though. I did finally check the tracking. I'm like, you know what? I should probably check the tracking to see what's going on. <laughs> And it's like, oh, we're we're in Quebec. I'm like, oh, that's great. Get your ass here already, then. Jesus. Um, you can oh, also goodness. support us on uh, the shop.spreadshirt.com/slash rawandorderwbu and get your shirt there. Like your link is in the doobly doos or not a cop or uh, please sponsor us, Turks and Caicos. Um, all sorts of stuff there. So head over there to check that out. Or you can sponsor us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash raw and order WBU. Uh, get access to our Discord server and commercial free episodes and all sorts of fun stuff there. So, But on that note, unless other people have stuff to add. Well, I would just like to add that Turks and Caicos has 748 cases. 717 people have recovered and there has been six deaths of coronavirus so guys we're going to turks and caicos because it's certainly better than the 13.8 million that the united states has um uh, of cases that's, so let's go that's better coronavirus numbers than the state of nebraska has <laughs> uh but yeah on that note we will Careful. close the book making donald trump look smart when you say things like it's less effective in tropical areas no it's just because they they don't have as many travelers there right now because they probably locked down <laughs> anyways we will go ahead and close the book on this episode we will see you later this week with a botch along yeah thanks for listening we will see you soon